0: Hey, dude! This dog like stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. Five, four, three, two, one, 0. All engines running. we
1: have a Hey, all you pet stylists! You found the groom pod. Welcome to our virtual salon. My name is Susie, and I'm your host. I'm a mobile groomer from Seattle, Washington, and anyone who knows me will tell you I love to talk, especially about my job. One of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show, Miss Barbara Bird. Hey, Susie! what's up? Well, I'm so glad you're back here with us after that adventure we had with the, uh, Great creating great graveling broom pods last week. I was so disappointed that I just couldn't do it. And we so missed you. We absolutely missed you. We had a good time though. I have to apologize. Public service notice here. I'm going to put the video up. And anyone who watches the video, take your dramamine. Get your ginger pills. Put on the little dot that you wear behind your ear or on your wrist because I'm wiggly. I am very wiggly, and I don't ever stop moving in that particular one because my back was killing me. Anyway, welcome to episode three fifty five of the Groom Pod, recorded on November thirteenth, twenty twenty two, in Snohomish, Washington, and Tucson, Arizona. This podcast is brought to you by our kind sponsors, Best Shot Show Season. Evolution Shears, Groom More, and Stasco. And by you guys through our Patreon account and our donation button on our functioning website. This week on the Groom Pod, we're gonna talk holiday gifts because yes, the holiday season is upon us. Christmas lights are already out. I mean it isn't even Thanksgiving yet and people's Christmas Oh I know. Oh, I What I- the hell? You know, like I couldn't even wait till after
0: Halloween to start doing Christmas stuff. I know it. it- To me, I just don't get it. We just like hopscotch over Thanksgiving, which is the most delicious holiday of all. Mm. (laughs) And personally, I think more ought to be made of Thanksgiving, you know, besides it's just recipes. Yes. You know, I mean. I agree. The whole idea of being thankful, you know, and there's a little bit of patriotism in there. Yep. Being grateful for surviving, which I am always. Yes. You know, it's a miracle. You and I... Indeed. ...are here today. And we trample right over the top of it. And we trample right over the top of it and eat some turkey and... Go shopping. Go shopping. (laughs) You know, I never stop shopping. (laughs) I shop... (laughs) You know, my addiction is so damn bad and I have to say, I'm not going to shop for anything today. And then I think of something that I really got to have. And there I am online, you know, (laughs) and if I don't shop for myself, then I'll shop for somebody else, you know? And so (laughs) I'm already getting all these Black Friday notices. So now Thanksgiving has become United States shopping
1: day. I will be replacing the GroomPod laptop this year. God, I've got to take my laptop to the damn shop and get it cleaned up. I
0: oh shit. I shouldn't have even mentioned it. I know. I'm so ashamed that I've had this laptop for a year and I can't use it because I forgot the password. <laughs> yes. How stupid is that? And I keep forgetting that I forgot. <laughs> Don't get old people. It is such a shameful trip. Mm-hmm. I've got to take care of that damn laptop.
1: Okay. (laughs) This week on the podcast, we're going to talk about holiday gifts, and we're going to learn about (laughs) colorants and cancer and multiphasic. I think I've said that correctly. Oh, you know what? I forgot to do the
0: research on the (laughs) colorants.
1: Okay. I probably went shopping.
0: I want to tell you, I have been so in my head because... I'm working on the book, and I mean, it is on my desktop. It's in two parts, A through I and J through Z, and I am bouncing around on those things. I am enjoying writing. This book is going to be so good in a very, what do you say, intellectual kind of a way. Excellent. Excellent. And what do you think about the name,
1: Start Here, Pet Grooming Ingredients Explained? I got to chew on that. You don't like it. I don't love it. It's too many words, but I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I'm not a book writer.
0: You know, before it was Groomer's Glossary.
1: Right. But you know what? It is way more than a dictionary
0: because... It's conversational in places. In some places, it's like a dictionary
1: item. Okay, folks, what would you want to call a book that's a grooming glossary, but way more than a grooming glossary? That's got all kinds of really pertinent information, very conversational, very easy to read. It's more explanatory than a dictionary or a glossary, you know? And
0: I discuss, I comment, I link talking about our sulfate's bad. You know, I'm touching on all of these issues and questions related to our ingredients. And I'm really trying to offer a way for groomers to understand, to delve into product ingredients and products, and to begin to have a comprehensive understanding of what's in the
1: bottle. Now, should I call it what's in the bottle? I like that better. What's in the bottle, a guide to shampoo ingredients, something like that. I mean, it's still a lot of words. What's in the bottle is catchier than start here. Start here seems like too broad. Just for me. See, I do think of it as a starting place
0: to start a journey of understanding products. And I don't want it to be so dry. No, I get it. comprehensive review. Of da 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 da. I don't want it to set you know. I want it to
1: be inviting uh because I want to sell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well we're happy to take your guys' suggestions on our Facebook group, Facebook.com slash group slash the groom pod. And what's new and this also, week also <laughs> Also what's new this week is brought to you by Stazco. Did you know that Stazco has come out with a couple of new products? First, there is the Stasco Oatmeal Protein Conditioner. This conditioner provides exceptional body and manageability and super shiny finishes. And it has a wonderful apple scent that I love. Great in the recirculator, too. And they have a new matching protein conditioning spray. Dematting, matting anti-static conditioning, and finishing all in one, just like the original Stasco spray, but with that delicious apple fragrance. Look for these new products at trade shows and your favorite distributors like Cascade Grooming Supply. I've been without a chiropractor for three years, since basically November of 2019 when my chiropractor fled to Canada, where he was from, and has not come back. And through these last three years, my shoulders have been getting worse and worse. they become more painful. I haven't been able to take my sports bra off over my head. Sorry, TMI guys. (laughs) But ladies, I have not been able to take my sports bra off over my head for the better part of two plus years. I've been taping my shoulders back into place. And as time went on this last week... Two other parts of my neck and my lower back went out really badly. And it was painful and it was a pain I remembered having before and I realized I needed to go to the chiropractor. So I had talked about it last week. I made an appointment to go. But it wasn't until the 30th of this month. So I was doing all of my, everything I could do at home. I was hanging upside down on my inversion board. I was putting a tennis ball back there and trying to push things back into place. I was using that horrible vibrating uh, massager thing that makes people like this. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And I got a little bit of relief. It was getting a little bit better But I went in for lunch a couple days ago to the teriyaki place, my favorite teriyaki place, and I looked up, and and it's in a row of storefronts, and there was a new chiropractic place called The Joint, which is a... It's a oh, I corporate. have one of those. Right. <laughs> yeah, right, right next to my Trader Joe's, there's the joint. Yeah, right on the front door, it said, Walk-Ins Welcome. And it was brand new. Right. It's probably been open for about a week, maybe, maybe two weeks, because it wasn't there last time I went for teriyaki. And I thought, huh, I think I'll look them up online. And I looked them up online, and it seemed like kind of a no-frills, crack-your-back place. And then I saw there was a free visit for your first visit. First visit, yeah. I'm eating my teriyaki. I send a text message. I get a free visit back. I finish my teriyaki. I go into the uh, chiropractor all sticky from teriyaki, and I'm like, hi, I got this thing, and I want to do, and I'm like a pretzel, and I could really use some help. Well, I got adjusted, and I got almost all the mobility back in my shoulders. I can't believe it. I can take things off over my head. I haven't been able to do this. I think I'm going to be able to put the saddle on. I've got full range of motion in my shoulders. I am stunned. I'm stunned. I cannot believe the difference (laughs) it made. My lower back, middle back, underneath my shoulders has probably been out forever. And just getting it back into play. Of course, the day after I was so sore, I felt like I had been in a wrestling match. But I couldn't. I came home and I thought, huh, that's, I'm not, and then I just pulled my bra off. I bought new bras because I couldn't get them over my head comfortably. I had to change my style. You know what happens to me when I try to do, I get claustrophobic. Oh,
0: (laughs) I have this horrible claustrophobic reaction when I try to take something tight over my head. (laughs) I just can't do it. I have to have the, button up the front kind of bras. That's why I don't wear them. I don't wear, fuck that.
1: I just let them hang. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> wear an undershirt. I'm so excited. I'm stunned. I can't believe what a difference. Five minutes in the chiropractor made. I am so happy for you, and it was free. Yeah, and I recognize, it's only $45 to get a tune-up. And you don't have to have an appointment. It's perfect for me. I just go in when I need it, which isn't all that often. I fought the idea of a chiropractor when I was in gymnastics because it seemed like the person that was getting their back pushed back in was going all the time. Like one girl on the team was going like every other week to get her back hooked in. I didn't understand what that was till I rode Ghost Rider at Knott's Berry Farm one day and I knocked my neck out and I knew exactly what it was. I'm like, there's something out in my neck and I don't need a doctor. I need that back into where it's supposed to be. And I went and it was life-changing. So over the years, I know when stuff goes out and what it is, but I just want to encourage people who if you feel like something is out of alignment in your back, you know, you don't know why everything hurts, may not even hurt in the spot that's out of alignment, I encourage you to go at least talk to a chiropractor. And I did the old-fashioned kind of a chiropractor, the one that smashes and cracks your back and all that. I don't like the manipulation of your I don't know what they, I talked to a couple new agey ones and it just didn't seem like it was a good fit for me. So anyway, how lucky am I? I know it's not everybody's story. I can't believe that it's mine. I thought I had lost that range of motion forever, forever. I thought it was gone. Thank you for sharing my joy. <laughs> <laughs> so what's
0: new with you? I've been so in my head working on my book and then remember a few weeks ago we were yapping about uh slicker brushes and everything and i said that i had bought the artero protected pins slicker uh, on amazon right so it came we loved it it was plastic blue handle that kind of typical handle the pins were really kind of fine much finer than most petted pin slickers are in fact very fine and it seemed to brush well and it did a great job of finishing for uh, like bichons and my maltese and that kind of stuff we seemed good and within a month it fell apart oh no i mean yeah so Yvonne brings me the pieces. She says, look, it just fell apart. It didn't, nothing broke. I couldn't see anything that was wrong, but it's just that the pad came out of the frame. Oh. And the pin pad, there were three pieces. There was a frame, there was a plastic frame on top that put everything together. And then there was the pad with the pins in it. So I fooled around with it and I could, uh, I think I could probably glue it back. But what the fuck? Yes. You know, it was a month of, and I mean, I know that Yvonne wasn't mean to the brush or anything. I don't know about Dave. Dave can <laughs> get pretty physical with the tools, but um, that was not good. So I knew that I had to bring it to their attention. Because you can't just hold a grudge against a company for cheap shit and let that color your impression, especially this company that has such a, a high regard in our industry.
1: And you've got to give them a chance
0: to fix their problem. You've got to give them a chance to fix their problems. So I found info at com and emailed them. No, actually, I, I, I messaged them. Mm-hmm. messaged them and it turned out to be the same person that had come on our Facebook group and said oh we've got more of these protected pin brushes coming out blah 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 and I had, yeah I had kind of brushed it off and you know it was a sales pitch kind of and I thought okay good well it was the same person. I've got to go back and find out her name because I did this all without using her name. She knows my name. I don't know her name. Everyone knows your name. It, it might be Lulu. Right. Which is one of my favorite names, by the way. cool name. It is. So I told them about the experience. I said, I bought one of your brushes and I was really impressed that you offered a protected pin slicker because it's a major issue with me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm so disappointed, but I think I need to bring it to your attention. So immediately, it was on a Sunday that I posted that. Immediately, within a couple of hours, I got a response back saying, oh, no, we're so sorry to hear this. This, I hadn't had any other complaints like this, but um, we want to make it right. And we'll send you a set of our new brushes. The new line is a whole line, eight. I got eight brushes from Artero for one broken brush, eight brushes. They've got two types, which are regular length pins and longer length pins in extra small, small, medium, and large. Are they fixed head or are they flexed? They're fixed head, but it's a flexible pad. Okay. It's a flexible pad. And the handles are wood. Lulu Rodriguez. That's her. Lulu Rodriguez. Thanks, Lulu. Thank you, Lulu. And thank you, Arturo. And I think this is the kind of product that could be a product of the year, as far as I'm concerned. Because they're not only... Addressing my main resistance to slicker brushes. But they're doing a whole environmentally conscious thing. And they've discontinued the plastic. They're doing sustainable wood handles. They're ergonomic. They're kind of beveled, the handle. So it's kind of pyramid-shaped on the top. It's comfortable. They're pretty. And they have a hole in the end of the handle so you could hang it up. Very nice. You know, I want to come up with a way to hang my whole eight brush. I want to hang them because I am tired of my employees smashing the slickers together in a holder or in a drawer or whatever and breaking the slickers. So I think they will have the longest lifespan if I can create a way to hang them that you can actually use them off the hangers. I'm working on that. I like it. So I'm glad to see that hole in the end of the handle. They feel real good. They work well. We haven't had time to really put them to a big test. And their packaging is all recyclable. There's no plastic packaging, there's no bubble thing that you have to tear apart. It's all packaged um with paper and cardboard and it's all sustainable, it's environmentally
1: conscientious. Well, you bring up an interesting point because I love my Le pooch brushes. I hated the packaging they used to come in where it was practically a a display case for the brush. And it's never going back in there. And it was such a waste of plastic. I really appreciate any company that is cutting down on the plastic because paper and cardboard and wood, that stuff's all renewable. But plastic, it turns out, is not very recyclable. They're having a difficult time getting rid of it. Yeah. It's an issue.
0: Yep. It's a huge issue. You know, I don't want my brush container to end up in the ocean. Yep. You know, although I don't know how it would from Tucson, Arizona, but (laughs) believe me, if it's plastic, it'll find its way to the ocean. And I I just, I'm so bad that I don't want to throw away my plastic bags. I have got bags.
1: My bags have bags. (laughs) I have bags and bags.
0: I have boxes of bags. I, you know, like I put them in my car. I take them out of my car. I never (laughs) take them to the damn store. That's I try to remember to take my, you know, like oh god, I was so proud of myself in Trader Joe's the other day because I actually remembered. To bring my own reusable bags. I remembered to take them from the house back to the car. And then, <laughs> and the, I want a big applause. And then I remembered to take them from the car into the store because now I put them in the pocket of the driver's side door. So you see them. So they're just like right there as I get out of the car. Good job. I was bragging. And, and so anyway, there's more. I was going to say you got brushes. You got something else too, didn't you? So I got the brushes without asking for the brushes. But then I said, you know, you've got a product out that I'm really interested in taking a look at. And it's your mix multi multiphasic conditioner. And so they sent me a bottle. I said, do you have an ingredient list for that? Well, uh, I don't, you can't look at, it's a, they've got, this pissed me off. Okay, do tell. The product is a kind of a minty green, light minty green in a clear bottle with green print. Oh, that's terrible. And they have used a font that is not only Eeny-weeny, tiny, itsy-bitsy, but the font is squished together so that it takes up less space. I'm going to tell you, it took me two hours to read and copy out to identify the ingredients. It was only, I mean, I went blind, nearly blind, let's just say Let's not exaggerate. I went nearly blind (laughs) trying to read these ingredients. And the only reason that I was able to recognize and pull it off there was that I have such a familiarity with ingredients. So I was able to see, oh, that's cetrimonium chloride. Yeah, okay, that's good. Once I got the list all down and looked at it, I'm getting so old and I have so little of a life. I got (laughs) excited. I got excited about this ingredient list. I said, whoa, this is something. So I have been deciphering. Are we going to look at it now? Well, well, or do you want to wait until I actually haven't had a chance to use it at the shop? I did do a little lap brushing of Marco the Maltese and I was very impressed. I'm just going to tell you it's a spray conditioning spray that you can use on wet or dry coat and it will uh, detangle, it will ease brushing, it will provide volume and in the case of putting it on wet coat, it will speed up the drying. So I found it because we're looking for an alternative to the eye groom spray that was the magic spray that helped so much with fast drying. And they kind of didn't have it for a while. I think it's back now, but it's very expensive and it's in just small bottles uh, this you can get in either a 8.4 fluid ounces or in a larger fifty-dollar bottle, and uh, you probably could read the ingredients better on <laughs> the on bigger the- bottle. <laughs> Lulu told me that she was going to talk to Spain. I like that. I'll. Ta- I need to get in touch with Spain. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course she means the home manufacturing guys and they've for some reason they don't have the mixed ingredients up on the website they need to have their ingredients on the website marco he got scared something scared him outside this morning while yeah. i was working on this and uh he went Went woofing out there, and then uh, a few minutes later, he came in desperately asking to get into my lap, which <laughs> means that <laughs> that usually means that he, he doesn't want to say so, but something scared him out there. Aw, poor guy. So while he was in my lap, I did a little lap brushing because I happened to have right within my reach a a Pinello brush, a Pinello brush. And so I tried it and you know what? Boy, it really works well on the on the dry coat. Look at he loves to be brushed. Look at him. Nice. So well he does and but you know he won't let me trim his face. I know. He's horrible. <laughs> Look he'll let me brush the back side of his head. He let me brush his ears. But he doesn't really want me. I did. You know, he does like me to make it so he can see better. Anyway, I think this is going to be a great product. I think it's going to be another possible product of the year, and I'll be happy to talk more about ingredients anytime you want me to, now or after I use it for a week. Oh, let's do it after you
1: use it for a week. So we can get on to our actual scheduled topics. (laughs) Okay. Of which this was one of them. So, yeah, okay. Let's take a break and come back with our first appointment, which is about holiday gifts. If you're looking for a software solution for your shop, mobile, or house call, GroomMore is it. It has online booking and online forms and intake or matted dog forms, payment processing, reminders and wait lists, inventory, routing, calendar, and QuickBooks syncs, and most importantly, 24-hour service. And they've given us a great offer. You can switch over to Groom More and try it for two months at half off. Just put in the code GroomPod. Ready, groomers? Here comes our first appointment. The holidays are upon us, and both Barbara and I, I think, have chosen for the most part not to give our clients holiday gifts but over the years i've given lots of gifts and i know barbara you have too so let's talk about some of the stuff we've given away for the holidays the first thing i used to do was take pictures I used to take a big picture and I'd Photoshop out all the bad stuff and I'd put in little cute decorations and I'd set up a whole design studio and that was when I was in a shop so I could go over there and take the pictures and then I had a little printer I would bring in and I would print them right out and I would put them in a card and I would hand them to the people when they got there. They love that. There are some people who have a whole picture gallery of all the pictures I've taken over the years. You know what it showed me though? But My haircuts are pretty consistent because all the pictures (laughs) kind of look the same. (laughs) The backgrounds may change, but the haircuts stay the same. (laughs) Do you ever see your haircut on the street and recognize your
0: haircut before you recognize the dye? Absolutely. So that looks like my work. (laughs) I know, I do the same style on every... I did a lot of photography for a while, too. Some of the most fun we had... I had a a dog suit, like a costume. Yeah, a costume, a dog costume, and I turn it into Santa Paws, and had the black boots and the, the <laughs> you know, and the belt, and I would then take pictures. It was we had Polaroid then. I would take picture of Santa Paws with the customers' dog, and. uh gave those away. That was a lot of fun. That was when I had a a few more employees. It was in in kind of my uh, higher mode there. And if I would get grumpy, they would make me put on the dog suit. (laughs) (laughs) And I would put on the dog suit and go out in the front by uh, on Grant Road and be waving at the people, you know, (laughs) that kind of stuff. But the Santa Paz thing was that was one of my most fun things and with photography and people always like photography. And in fact, a couple of years ago, I bought a a string where with clips where you can put clips of pictures on it. oh And my intention was to decorate the shop right at the counter. The idea was to use my iPhone and get a right on the spot printer thing. But you know what happened to me? You had dogs to groom. <laughs> yeah, I had dogs to groom. The truth of it is, getting the goddamn dog to be still and look right in the picture took more patience from me than the grooming did. And it, I just ran short, you know? I'm sorry. I guess you could say I didn't enjoy taking the pictures that well. And the other thing that happens to me when I take Pictures of my grooming, I have to go back and fix the grooming. Oh, yeah, I know that problem. (laughs) After I see the
1: picture. And so that adds time. I tried to do some pictures in the trailer using a backdrop cloth and a few props, you know, maybe a feather bower, red feather bower around the dogs or red beads or red and green and gold or something like that but it got too difficult to keep my backdrop clean enough so that I wasn't constantly photoshopping out hair (laughs) stuck to the backdrop (laughs) weird stuff that I would pick up in the grooming trail not only that the environment in the trailer is so foggy that I would take the camera out and I would only have just moments before the lens would fog up, and it was very difficult to take pictures in the trailer in the middle of the winter, so I gave up on that. I also did clear glass balls filled with the dog's hair from the haircut and then decorated with the dog's name uh, with fabric, paint, and a little design like paw prints or dog bone or Christmas tree or a, or just a... Happy Holidays in words. I did that for years. Gathered the hair out of the clipper vac, shoved it into the ball, stuck it together. I spent so many hours sitting in front of the television crafting these ornaments. And that is not my thing. I don't really enjoy it. I prefer to do other things for my meditative period. I inherited a sewing
0: machine from my mother, and I spent one Christmas season making taller scrunchies. You know, these tubes of Christmas fabric that you would then scrunch up on the collar. Yeah, I did that, but that was a one-timer. It's a lot of work. You have to start so early to get enough stuff done. I know. I, I can't do that anymore. It's not that the gifts weren't appreciated, but I just didn't know that they really, it didn't really make
1: customers like me more. Or stay longer. What I've noticed, absolutely without a doubt, if I give a gift at Christmas time, I always get a better tip or a tip from people who don't normally tip. If I don't give something, then the people that don't tip may or may not tip me for Christmas. But if I give them something, they always tip me for Christmas. I've noticed it over the years, like I haven't done much of anything. And then I went on to Etsy and I saw these really cool, I love my groomer dog tags to put on the dog's collars. So I bought a hundred of those and I stuck them on the dog's collars and my tips went up that year. And there's effort involved to get the gifts and and do that and all. And it, it did pay off, but I do this podcast and I spend a lot of time editing the podcast and promoting the podcast and working around the podcast. And I've given up my crafting time. So crafting is never going to happen again for me, even though it was a little fun, but it wasn't great. And I also find that my hands don't want to do crafting anymore.
0: You know, I've got the the basal thumb arthritis going. Uh, I'm
1: lucky to get through grooming a few dogs a week. Well, one of the cool things that happens as a mobile groomer is you go into everybody's garages. At one time or another, you have to pass through the garage. And in the garage, you find people have these side hustles like an embroidery machine or a wood carving laser etcher or something like that. I've used my clients to make my client gifts too. I had wood ornaments with a little fireplace and a dog and a cat, and then they etched the name of the dog and the year in it for me, and I gave those away one year. That was pretty cool. But I don't have anybody doing those things right now, so I'm kind of pooped out a lot. I think this year, because I do feel like I, I enjoy the giving of the gift bag, that I'm going to get some fancy decorated dog cookies off of Etsy. I've emailed someone who has some really nice small dog cookies, and I think I'm going to make a a few bags and pass those along this year. But I used a different company last year locally here that makes dog cookies, and the dogs didn't like the cookies. I've had that happen. Yeah, they were like gluten free, and no, they didn't have a bunch of stuff. No, pa- Icky. no, yeah, they were like, they were cardboard, and none of the dogs. I mean, plenty of dogs didn't like them. So this time, I'm choosing a vendor that. The reviews say, oh, the dogs just absolutely went crazy for the cookies and they're really adorable. So I thought I'd put together like four little decorated cookies in a gift bag for this year's. And I should probably do the every few year thank you note to my clients that I put in a card at the hall, you know, like a nice holiday, generic holiday card. And I'll put a appreciative thank you note to them because I really do appreciate all of my clients. And I hate new people. I don't want new new people. I want my people to stay. So I'm going to give them a gift and a thank you note. Actually, the dog gets the gift. The people get the thank you note.
0: Yeah, I need ideas because I'm thinking that I'm feeling like giving this year, maybe because I'm scared that I'm not going to get anything <laughs> Perhaps it's the
1: shopping thing. <laughs> you just need something to do for shopping. <laughs> How much money do you think is appropriate to spend on a holiday gift for your client? A couple of bucks. That's what I think, too. A couple of bucks. I don't want to go crazy, even though I only have about 120 families that I do, and I won't do all of them. I give the gifts from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Actually, to January 1st. So, if you have an appointment between Thanksgiving and January 1st, then you're going to get one of my gifts. That's how I do it. But, you know, like this is another
0: thing. It used to be that my appointments would cluster around the two weeks of Christmas. Well, now I have such a regular clientele that they're already, I've got hand stripped terriers say well we'll see you after the new year well there goes that gift you know like don't you want to get them cleaned up for christmas yeah.
1: <laughs> so you can bring me a gift yeah. that's one of the reasons i go till january cuz that week between christmas and January 1st. I have a lot of regulars that fall into that week, and they're like, nah, don't move us to the week before. We're fine after Christmas. Well, I don't want to miss those goodies either. So I make sure that (laughs) I'm going to go until January 1st.
0: Here's the truth. The only kiss I get it from, like, Clients Me too And my
1: employees Me too That's
0: it <laughs> Yes That's my Christmas There's no family Extended family My cousins There's none of those people Nobody else is sending me Well Every now and then Some lovely groomer Will send me a gift I love that But
1: uh, I love that You know But Christmas means nothing Actually Until I really became A mobile groomer There was no Christmas after my parents Were gone you know, the only reason we had Christmas was to celebrate yeah. it with our parents and the family thing. And my brother's 10 years older than me, and he is not a planner. So I'm not spontaneous. We kind of yeah. clash in that way. So we do give each other stuff, but it's more gift card y and gift certificate and here go to dinner. Yeah. And, stuff I, like and that. you know what? In terms of gift giving,
0: I kind of like to give gifts. When I see something that I know matches a person, like the nail care for my client that has problems, that envies my lovely nails. Yeah, you know, so I bought her some nail care stuff. Well, I want to give it to her now so that she'll have nice nails for Christmas. You know, I would rather do that kind of gift giving throughout the year than just because it's the season, I've got
1: to get gifts for everybody. That's why I'm leaning towards the dog cookies because you know the dogs are going to well as long as they're not from that other place the dogs are going to appreciate them the humans appreciate them you're not giving people stuff that they're then going to have to dispose of or throw away or you know a pen with your name on it that they really don't want or a calendar that they have three of already that stuff I'd rather give a little treat to the dogs because that's really why I'm there and then the thank you note is going to work for the people unless something comes up because I'll tell you what If you go on to Etsy, there is some really cool individually made stuff that people will do in bulk for gifts that's out there. I was kind of plowing through. That's how I found these real cute cookies, is it was in the bulk Christmas gift area. So don't discount Etsy for toys or gifts. Also, Barbara's favorite AliExpress. If you go early enough, too late now, because I'd never get here. (laughs) Not in time for this holiday. You really got to plan ahead for that. You really have to plan ahead when you're shopping in China. I had a fail. You had a fail? Yeah, my cat nail clippers. Really wimpy. Yeah? Yeah, but they were only $3, so what do I care? Fails happen with cheap shit from China. <laughs> <you know? laughs> it- well, it definitely happened with the cat nail clippers, but I love my bows, and they're so unique and different than my normal bows. I'm excited to start putting them on to the dogs collars and checking out what people think they really like the halloween ones i got from aliexpress so i'm hoping they're going to enjoy these and um i also have some of my purple poodle pet bows as well and uh yeah i love the holidays but i'm with you i'm really not quite ready until thanksgiving to have the Christmas lights But they're up everywhere here This year more than ever Earlier than I could possibly imagine I'm seeing people's trees up in their houses I'm seeing lights in the yard They pull the Halloween stuff down And put the Christmas stuff right up
0: Like the store
1: Because yep. they're in the
0: store And you got to buy them If you wait until after Thanksgiving To go buy your
1: special Christmas stuff From Home Depot and They'll be sold out of the good stuff It's true So with a small client base like the one that I have, I know who my Jewish clients are and the people that may not celebrate anything. So I'm pretty careful not to give them a Christmassy kind of a gift. I'll make sure to have some special bandanas for those dogs that I know belong to Jewish families. And I'm sensitive to that because I've got a lot of Jewish in my history as well. So I don't want to force Christmas on people who don't want Christmas. But I like Christmas christmas and i like santa and i like christmas trees even though i'm not a religious person at all and i love to share the joy so i'm looking forward to doing that really soon here
0: i want but i want ideas i want ideas i want you to post some christmas gift ideas on the uh, facebook page
1: for us and we'll share with others yes please show us what you're giving your clients this year
0: in case you were going to think of me for Christmas, my address is Barbara Bird, 2132 North Treat, as in Dog Treat, Treat Avenue, Tucson, Arizona, 85716.
1: And Susie, what's your mail address? Oh, 13127 uh, one, Lost Lake road like missing body of water where's the lake hey lake lost lake road <laughs> snowhomish that's s n o h o m i s h washington 98296 you could send us cards or gifts that would be fun i didn't even think of that way cool okay let's take a break we'll be right back hey chris bear anthony here
0: you may know I've been swiveling for years now with my beloved Evolution shears, but I wasn't actually born with a pair of swivel shears in my hand. I'm going to run another one Check right after this. Check out our website this. and Facebook page for our library of how-to videos. But it's on a different give me a page. a for a personalized guide. Yeah, I'm getting pain. hungry. Me too. Don't forget, GroomPod listeners get $10 off and free shipping with the code GroomPod. What are you waiting for? Give them a try today.
1: Sometimes my clients don't like a walking air freshener. When these crazy people request a scent-free option, I go right to Show Season. I think that everybody should have Show Season True
0: Tearless Shampoo and Show Season Hypo Conditioner on hand. Show Season has formulated True Tearless Shampoo with alternative surfactants that are less irritating but still clean very well and the hypo conditioner
1: is one of the best fragrance free conditioners in the market and if you guys would like to find some show season true tearless or hypo conditioner go to showseasongrooming.com in the morning and out to school the teacher is teaching the golden groomers take your seats school is about to begin I don't grow a lot of cancer in my family. I mean, I don't, we don't as as a family, we don't grow a lot of cancer, but I don't wanna like contribute to the cancer growing. So what's the deal with colorants and cancer? Oh, that's just, that's
0: wrong. Here's the truth. Colorants are some of the most tested and most regulated substances that go into our products. They don't mess around. That's there's more federal involvement in uh, regulating tolerance than any other ingredients. So to say that they're toxic and going to cause cancer is just absolutely false. And if evidence shows up that a color, a specific color, is hazardous in any way, it's taken off the allowed list. There's there's things you can't use in colorants. You know that we went through a red dye. Red. Yeah, they took a couple of red dyes off the market because they had suspicious experimental reactions. Now, the other thing that we need to always remember in terms of our products is that shampoos and conditioners, for the most part, are rinse-off products. I mean, maybe not this mint green new stuff from Artero, but um, first of all, there's very little contact time. with, And there's such a minute amount of colorant that goes into making a shampoo color. It's not a heavy dye. I can use one ounce of diluted colorant Per gallon to get a heavily colored liquid shampoo or a conditioner. It's just the tiniest little droplets of colorant do the job. It's just like not enough there. You would have to you know, soak in the dye straight from the chemical supplier to even suspect of a problem. So there's there's just, like, first of all, they're tested thoroughly, they're regulated, they're
1: monitored. Well, and furthermore, how many millions of women dye their hair, like, for 30, 40 years of their life? If really there was something horribly toxic in there, we would see some kind of issues. Well, that's a different thing. That's colorant as in dyeing. Okay. This is colorant as in the color of the shampoo? Yeah. Oh. As in products. Okay, got it. And I'm going to say, and I can speak as an
0: 82-year-old woman that went through about 40 years of hair dyeing until it just got ridiculous. (laughs) you know, the white hair, you would have to color your hair every two weeks. I just stopped wanting to do that because it, nothing looks worse than this bullseye of white <laughs> right. shining through your red hair. I had red hair for a long time. And in high school, I bleached my hair and here I am. Yes. Still kicking. Still kicking. 82 years old. My hair's not too
1: bad. It, I mean, it's thin, it's not as much as I used to have. And to your statement, all of our products are colored because the natural color of the ingredients is not appealing. Well, that's, yeah, and that's why there's often a little bit of
0: fragrance in everything. Because the natural fragrance of surfactants is kind of off-putting. There's a lot of ingredients that are made that support, you know, to make a clear shampoo, you know, there's more clear products on the market. But um, a little bit of coloring in there also helps that there's no UV damage. Oh. You know, like if it's in a clear bottle, want a little bit of something that protects against sun
1: damage. Oxidation. No, that's not sun.
0: Yeah, well, but it does spo- can spoil a product if it You know, but it
1: makes it opaque or whatever. Well, as a person who goes from my gallons into dispensing bottles in my trailer, I appreciate that all the shampoos are slightly different color. Because when my labels fall off, then I still know what's in the bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, (laughs) it's very confusing. Yeah. Some of the sentiment shampoos are colored very closely together, and I can get a little confused with those but they're lovely colors, appealing. It's more appealing. Color is appealing. Yes.
0: Color is part of the branding. And this idea that colorants are highly toxic and going to give you cancer is absolutely untrue. It's just not true. It's just false. And there you have it. I learned a distinction this week. yes. Because you know, I I talk about malignant misinformation. Uh huh. Whereas where incorrect information is deliberately spread in order to malign uh, competitors. But the truth is that there's a difference between misinformation and disinformation. Misinformation is inaccurate and, and accidentally wrong. But disinformation is the information that's distorted and made mean. You know, like, so it's actually malicious misinformation is disinformation.
1: <laughs> and there you have it, folks. You learned it right here. The difference between misinformation and disinformation. <laughs> so I'm sorry, but I live with this brain and that's what it
0: does. <laughs> And we're grateful that it does. Yeah, I was grateful to learn the distinction because now I'm going to talk more about disinformation, the daily disinformation. I'm going to start putting out more of these clarifications and, and a mission to respond to this malicious use of incorrect information oh, and daddy. falsehoods to scare us off of products.
1: <laughs> yeah And with that note, I think we're gonna call it a day. Thanks for being here with us. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Go ahead and put up your holiday gifts and tell us how you made them because we want to share that with everyone. and uh, remember to support the sponsors and remember to support us on the website through Patreon and through our donation button. And happy grooming everybody. See you next week on the groom pod. Bye-bye now. Take good care of yourselves.
0: Are nothing more than wishes, and a wish is just a dream. You wish to come true. Ooh. If only I could have a puppy. I'd call myself so very lucky. Just to have some company. She